2: And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. 605,
3: Friday night, New York City. Who is better than us? The greatest city in the world. I am fired up. Why am I fired up? Because exactly 12 hours ago... I was at this same microphone welcoming uh, Friday morning into the city of New York, this great city that we love. I love uh, being able to fill in for Joe Piscopo in the morning, which I did. My buddy Chris Assen said, what is this, breakfast with Idala and dinner with Idala? I, uh, I'm i honored to uh, be in that company, in that category. Uh, I want to thank uh, Mr. Crowley and all the uh, higher-ups for trusting me with the microphone here at AM 970 for 5 hours Mr. Sambolino thank you for always being by my side Oh you're welcome and um, you're hijacking every
0: radio show here
3: Yeah well you know what you know how I know I've made it First of all I'm standing like most of the time when I do the show I sit down but I've had a day and I want to make sure we keep the energy up I want to fire you guys up into the weekend make sure you're going to have a good time this weekend you deserve it we all deserve it in New York we're fighting a good fight coming out of the pandemic but if you want to know how I have made it here at AM 970 the answer how I know I have arrived. And, and as much as it's great to have my own show in the evenings, as much as it's great to fill in for Joe Piscopo today and on Monday morning, but today, you know what I got? I got a key for the bathroom. <laughs> I could go to the bathroom on my own. I don't need to ask Matt Sambolin or Joe Sibelia or Nick or anyone or Alex. I'd like to say, excuse me. I got to go pee-pee. Can you come and help me? I got my own key, man. I got my key to the bathroom. So, folks, if you see me on the street this weekend, give me a high five and congratulate me. I And if you, you come up, I'll show you the key. It's like a white credit card. And Matt went so far as he took one of those little label makers and he put my name on it. I have a white credit Only card the key. the best for you. I mean, I'm excited. Here, look, I, got, I have 13 people from Germany in here, and I am now showing them... I have the key to the bathroom. So I am really excited. Thank you to everyone here. Phil Boyce, Jerry Crowley. I I guess it needed high-level approvals. So now I can go to the bathroom on my own without asking permission. It has been a day of days. As I'm standing here talking to you, looking at the news, uh, the 6 o'clock news, I am looking at myself momentarily, uh, a couple of moments ago on the news. Uh, So when I finished uh, Piscopo's show, I left here, and I went to the courthouse, to 100 Center Street, and um, I, one of the court officers, Jimmy, goes, oh, boy, Artie, they're all upstairs waiting for you. And yes, there was a large amount of media uh, for the case that I'm working on. Um, for They wanted to see what was going to happen, whether my client was going to make bail or not make bail, and this is the case regarding the uh, 87-year-old woman who... Um, was pushed to the ground and she hit her head and and she passed away and her funeral is tomorrow. And uh, they charged my client with doing the pushing. So uh, we don't have any materials yet. I don't have any uh, of the evidence yet. I just know what they said in the courtroom on Tuesday. Her family did bail her out today from Rikers Island. That was kind of what today's uh, court appearance was. A quick legal lesson is when you're charged with a crime, And a judge sets bail, you're charged with a felony, which is a serious crime. uh, There's a time limit on how long the prosecutor has to indict you. And they have to indict you within that time limit, uh, or else they have to let you go. Not that the charges are dismissed, but they can't hold you in on bail. And so that time limit. Uh, for the prosecutor was going to expire at the end of the day today. But I made the strategic decision. I I didn't want anyone to rush. I didn't want the prosecutor to rush. I didn't want us to feel rushed to present evidence in the grand jury. Uh, Those of you who don't know what a grand jury is, it's people who get called for jury duty. Um, But, and so there's 23 people, up to 23 people who sit in a big room. There's no judge. Uh, There's no defense attorney. It's just a prosecutor, a stenographer, a court reporter, and uh these then the citizens and the prosecutor presents evidence and then the jury the grand jurors basically decide is there enough evidence to move forward is there enough evidence to proceed with uh the next stage of this or uh, sometimes a defendant, and we've been successful of doing this, a defendant will come in and say, no, I wasn't there. This person thinks I was there. It was a mistaken identity. Look, here's my plane tickets. I was actually uh, in San Vito Lo Capo, Sicily, when they're saying that I was in the the schoolyard, you know, uh, stealing a car. But most of the time... Uh, a grand jury indicts an individual there 's that famous saying, "A grand jury will indict a ham sandwich, and one of the reasons for that well there 's a couple of reasons. Number one, the standard of proof is very low number two there 's no defense attorney to cross examine the witnesses so it 's just one side of the story that 's being heard so instead of forcing anyone to do that quickly and in a rush in such a serious case, um, we we basically told the prosecutor we 're going to waive the time limits. And uh, you could take your time to put the case into the grand jury and we can discuss it. And um, I'm very fortunate to be working with a, a, a very fine prosecutor who is the consummate professional. And um, everything I just told you, you really kind of only hear here because uh, I trust myself. In other words, when I speak to the media and one of the young students who are here, and I'm going to talk about it from Germany, asked me, like, how do you. How do you handle the balance between being a lawyer and being a journalist? Well, I'm not a journalist. I'm a lawyer who has been given the privilege of the airways of AM 970 for an hour each evening. And I try to use those in the most responsible way possible. But my number one responsibility is to the law and to my clients and to my law firm. Um, When you do interviews with with journalists, uh, you know, the, the biggest A pitfall is if things are going to be misinterpreted or taken out of context and then reported um, out of context. I mean, I have had reporters who write about things that happen in court that are just that just didn't happen. And I will sometimes pick up the phone and call them out and say, were you in a different courtroom? Because I didn't see that happen. And sometimes they make honest mistakes. So the reason why I could be a little bit more forthright is because right now it's just me, the microphone and your receiver taking the information. So I know there's not going to be any misstatements and everything I just spoke about uh, is was more or less addressed in open court. Um, so, my client Lauren has made bail. Uh, she should be home shortly. And, you know, I want to make something clear there's no celebrations, there's no uh, jubilation. Um, a, a, one person is dead, and her grandson is, is devastated, and the whole city is devastated, and our heart goes out to that family. And another family is devastated as well. This young woman who comes from a very fine family is charged with one of the most serious crimes in our land. And they're devastated. So you have two devastated families. I could tell you that tomorrow everyone will have uh, the thoughts and prayers uh, of this woman who has left us in the front of their mind uh, during the time of her funeral. And we will see how it plays out. But, um, you know, I don't have a boring job. And uh, those of you who know me well know that uh, I'm blessed with a level of energy that I'm able to keep on going because like hosting Piscopo in the morning is a tremendous responsibility and takes a lot of preparation and you have to be great at it because Piscopo is great at it and you can't take the baton from the guy whose seat it is and, and, you know, fall down on the job. So you have to be great there. Then you have to go to court and now I have this whole family relying on me and my firm and my partner's to protect their daughter and their sister and their fiance. Um, And, you know, that takes a little out of you as well. And then um, I had a lunch with a fine uh, friend of mine who is in one career and she's looking to move to another career and she wanted to pick my brain. And to her, I, I knew that that lunch was like probably the most important part of her week because for whatever reason, she's relying on me to give her some guidance on the next steps in her life. And she has a fantastic life. And then I ran back here to the studio, and I was very, very lucky to be interviewed by Michael Harrison, who is the editor of Talkers Magazine, which in the world of talk radio is kind of like the I, Sam Bolin, how would you describe Talkers Magazine? Uh,
1: it's it's pretty prestigious.
3: It's pretty prestigious. So to be on the radio less than three months and to get that interview, and it's supposed to be 20 minutes. How long was I on for? Are you were for almost an hour. Yeah. yeah. So we, we kept going and going. So that was great. And then Lo and behold, these beautiful people come walking to the studio, one better looking than the other. Um, They're from Germany. um, And at the bottom of the hour, we'll hear from at least one or two of them because I'm not exactly sure why they're here. I think they're taking a tour of America to find the most handsome, bald people. It's either that or people from Brooklyn who have the weirdest accents or I don't know. I don't know. Or all of the above. Maybe they're looking for bald Brooklyn folks. But um, um, they're here in the studio, they're looking at me, they think I'm a nut, but that's okay, I'm not really a nut, I'm i a pretty good guy, and guess what, after this whole show is over, I have to go to someone's surprise party tonight, and it's like, it's like a big deal surprise party, we, I gotta like bring my A-game and be all on, and then... I get to go home to a beautiful five-year-old and a beautiful four-year-old, and my four-year, my five-year, and a four-month-old, and my five-year-old. I'm sure somewhere between seven forty-five and eight a.m. will be jumping on my chest, saying, "Daddy, let's play! Daddy, let's play!" and that will be the highlight of my whole week. So we got a great show coming up. Stay tuned. Lots to talk about. We'll be right back. So You heard those words? I'm not listening. When you say goodbye, well, let's face it, folks, there's going to be a time in all of our lives when someone is going to say goodbye, like the real goodbye, like bye bye like it's over because that's the one thing we're sure of. Besides paying taxes, which some of my clients don't always do, um, we're going to die, right? So when you die, you want things to be taken care of. And who are you going to trust to take care of your affairs when you're no longer Here, by now, you know who you're going to trust. Mike Connors, Connors and Sullivan, they are the law firm. They've been doing this for 40 years. They'll sit down with you, be nice and calm. You do it now when you're healthy, when there's no issues, when there's no stress, when there's no drama, he'll determine what do you put in your will? Do you need a trust? Let's give you a power of attorney so someone can step up and sign legal papers if you're unable to. Let's give you a healthcare proxy. If you're not able to talk to the doctor or talk to the people at the hospital, let's designate someone now when you're cool, calm, and collected and can make this decision and who should talk to the doctors on your behalf. You should decide, do you want a living will? A living will is the document that your loved ones hold. And if you're in in a a physical condition where it looks like there's no chance you're going to recover and machines are maintaining your life, they present that document and then they will take you off of those machines and see what happens. Connors and Sullivan, they are the attorneys to protect your rights and your interests. They've been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. Call them, call them, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500, or visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com, because you know, folks, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all.
4: I started my business in 1986 and began paying employees. I would handwrite checks and say, here you go, don't cash it until Tuesday. That came to a screeching halt when a teenage employee said his dad wanted to see his pay stub. Pay stub? We don't have pay stubs. Get back to work. He said, dad works for the government and state law requires I receive a pay stub. Uh Uh-oh. Hi, I'm Mike Kappel, CEO of Patriot Software. After many emergency calls, I learned how to correctly withhold payroll taxes and create pay stubs. I avoided handcuffs in an orange jumpsuit that day, barely. That's why I created Patriot Software, to help small business owners do their payroll taxes correctly with pay stubs. And if you need help, we will help you for free. Go to PatriotSoftware.com and enter a promo code RADIO and I'll give you two months of payroll
2: processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call (laughs) 732-863-2788.
3: Nice, Emelino. Let it rip, let it rip, let it rip. (laughs) 20 p.m. Sambolino on the tables, mixing the music. Be lost, the oh, thank you for that. You know, music is really—it's uh, just an amazing part of life. I, you know, the expression LOL. I can't stand LOL. <laughs> but you know what I just did? Yeah. I just LOLs. You know well, why? And you're gonna appreciate. Just keep the music going on the list. So, here's the text I get. From Jerry Crowley, the guy the guy who runs the whole station. The boss, the Capo de Dutti Capi. Hey, can we give you an overnight spot too? If you have time. Mornings, afternoons, overnights, triple play. There's a couch in my office. I'll let you use the executive bathroom. I mean, thank you, Jerry. That was that was very funny. I really, really appreciate it. And I you know I appreciate you trusting me with Piscobo in the morning. I, uh, uh, so the present that I'm getting, I gave my talking about your music. I'm going to a 50th birthday pre- uh, party tonight, and I, t- I told you what I bought is presents, right? Yeah. Albums, vinyl albums. It's nice that those are still around. Still around? They're crazy wicked expensive, man. I mean, they are. They're twenty. 20- you
0: know, a few months ago, I went to a Best Buy, and I was looking for a CD. It's like, CD? No, no, what? yeah, they're
3: gone. What? Yeah. You know, I, I do the Barnes and Noble. Okay. The Barnes & Noble. Let's talk a little bit about some serious stuff before we get to my German friends, because I don't want them to think that, you know, all I do is fool around in here. In very important news, the Oscars are on Sunday. You guys know what the Oscars are? A big award show. We get the movies. Um, it's 60 years since the first 007 film. So they're going to do something honoring 007. It's 50 years for The Godfather. So they're going to do something honoring The Godfather. And for the first time uh, in in Oscar history, they're going to have three hosts. And those hosts are all going to be female comedians. Uh, I did a whole riff on this this morning about, you know, how many people watch the Oscars. I don't know. I know that I don't have any plans to watch it, but I might flick it on. I'll probably probably be... preparing for the legal case i have on monday oh no wait before i go to court on monday i'll be here so i'll be preparing for Piscopo in the morning and i'm really lucky because and this is uh, being very sincere the way i have matt sambolin in the evenings uh i have uh al gatulo in the mornings and he is just the consummate professional he's been around he's done rock and roll he's done sports he's done talk radio he is the man so they and they make everything so much easier here um You know, and one of the things that Matt Sambola is in charge of around here is vaccines and masks and texting. And I wanted your opinion, Matt. You know, uh, the mayor of the city of New York said the baseball players and and he's he's pushing back. He's like, it's not a double standard. You know, the baseball players and the performers, they are going to be in a different category. They are shielded from people. They are able to take uh, different precautions than the common folk are. What are your thoughts?
0: Well, he said the reason why he did it was because it's part of the big economic push. You know, it develops, it brings in a lot of money, entertainment, sports. I get that reason behind it, but you can't disenfranchise all of the workers who have been out here doing their job and not doing their job right now because they're just not vaccinated. I think it is a double standard, in my opinion. It is a double standard,
1: and it's wrong.
3: Well, that's it, folks. You heard it here live on AM 970, The Answer. We can shut the whole city down because Sam Bellino thinks that it's a double standard. Um, I, I definitely think that the people who got fired for not being vaccinated there should be opportunities now for them to be able to reapply or whatever to get their job back because it's just not right. I mean, it's just not fair. They fired school teachers, sanitation men, firemen. I mean, all the people that we need to run this city and make it so beautiful. So I understand what Mayor Adams says. Oh, we need the sports back. We need the arenas back. We need the stadiums back to help drive the economy. But when you drive the economy and you get more people back, you know what you need? police officers, firefighters, sanitation people, uh school teachers. So it's very uh vital that we we consider uh steps to be taken to to put those people back to work. We don't need them on on the on the unemployment line. Speaking of people on the unemployment line, there is a gentleman who is very proud of his profession. Uh, he was, he told it to the judge, he told it in the courtroom, he told it to the me- media. He said I steal for a living. Like, <laughs> that's that's what he tells the judge. I steal for a living. Um, I'm a serial shoplifter. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a huge problem. These poor, hardworking folks who have these little stores. I'm not talking about Trader Joe's. I'm not talking about Costco. I'm talking about families who have small stores in neighborhoods and... Uh, they, you know, they lay out the money to p- put the merchandise on the shelves, and the only way they get their money back is if they sell that merchandise. You know how they don't get their money back? If someone comes in and grabs their merchandise and runs out the door. And, you know, last night, I, was, I had a heck of a day yesterday, and I did something I don't ever remember doing. I just said to Mariana, like, 8.30, I was like, I have to take a walk. I just need to... Get some fresh air and, and clear my head. It was pretty chilly out. But where I live in Bay Ridge, it's, it's just beautiful. I Of course, I'm totally not objective. But, you know, I, I walk up to 3rd Avenue. At, San Bolino knows this well. He's from the neighborhood. He's guy from the hood. <laughs> um, and Love it, Bay you, Ridge. You know, you walk on 3rd Avenue. There's all kinds of stores. There's a lot of life. There's bars and restaurants. And it's wonderful. And I walk to the Rite Aid. I'm like, ah, let me get some new toothp- toothpaste, right? I mean, I just wanted an excuse to go somewhere. I'm always multitasking. I get in trouble with that at home. Um, she's like, oh, well, you play with Arthur, but you're doing three things at the same time. Well, that's the way I get things done, my love. I apologize. Sorry, am I talking to myself? I'm, I'm on the verge of delirium. Thank God I got the Germans here. They're keeping me awake. Um, I walk in, and I go to get the toothpaste, and it's all locked up. It's locked up. Toothpaste. Yeah. I mean, it's toothpaste. I understand they have the thing with all the colognes. They have Azaro uh, and they have Dolce & Gabbana and all. That I understand. Those like are $80 a bottle. The toothpaste? I mean, it was $5, bucks, 4 Look, 89 They got that locked up.
0: There's a large chain drugstore across the street from here, and I've noticed that the aisles are now getting more and more behind locked glass. Yeah. You got to press so the button sad. to get someone to come and, yeah. and open no, it up nuts. for you. It's nuts.
3: And I, I spoke to him, So the manager comes over, because there's hardly anyone in there at 9 o'clock at night, and uh, he goes, I'll get you whatever you need. I go, bro, what is up with the toothpaste being locked up? And because they're big things, you know, they always locked up the razor blades, like right. the little thing, because you could easily Batteries. put them in your pocket. But he goes, and he, this is what he said, he goes, they just come in, they take it, we call 911, the 6A precinct comes, they grab them, they arrest them, and they're back a day later, maybe two days later. And because there's no consequences. So, you know, we need to work, uh, we, we got to just keep working. I know, I'll end like with this, he, the mayor called the police commissioner and the chief of police to City Hall, I know this for a fact, and he told them, hey you got to clean up your act here, meaning you got to work harder. I want more people on the street. I don't know if he said broken windows, but broken windows was the policy under Bill Bratton and Jack Maples when Rudolph Giuliani became the mayor, where they arrested you for even the littlest crime. And I will tell you, I'm a big advocate. You jump a turnstile, you get arrested. If you can't pay the fare, you go You go to go and apply to your city council person and say, look, I need to get to work, but I can't afford the fare. I need a special pass. This hop in the turnstile while well, I got to pay, that's just not good. It sets a bad vibe. It's a bad vibe. So um, when we come back, we're going to hang with the Germans a little bit. We're going to talk about the United States Supreme Court a little bit. Uh, We have we have Lauren Fix at the end of the show. She's going to talk to us about electric cars, which is a pretty interesting topic because uh, there's a new electric car every day. She'll give us the real scoop on that. So stay tuned for the news and we'll be right back.
4: Hi, Kevin McCullough. We conclude our anniversary week. With uh, Radio Night Live tonight, Uh, our brand-new format debuted this week one year ago, and we've been celebrating since last Friday. Christine Nicholas and Kevin McCullough will seek to help you have fun this weekend. Join us tonight at 7.
0: Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job.
2: Eye on Real Estate, New York's longest-running show on real estate, answers everyone's questions from California to across the Atlantic in London. It's actually Gateshead, a little bit away from London. I've been a huge fan of yours for many a year. Dottie Herman and her expert team will help you through the ins and outs of property ownership.
5: We have great listeners, a great audience, and a great team of professionals.
2: Call 866-970-9622 with your question Saturday morning at 10 on AM 970, The answer.
5: People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s, like go back to college, learn to skateboard, okay maybe that one's not for everybody but saving for retirement is at aceyourretirement.org you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age just have a free three-minute chat with the friendly digital retirement coach avo and receive personalized tips to help boost your savings start chatting with avo today at aceyourretirement.org a message from aarp and the ad council
0: AM 970 The Answer doesn't have to stop when you turn off your radio like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter or Instagram, download the app just search AM 970 The Answer take us with you wherever you go News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer.
1: We have partly cloudy skies, 54 degrees on this Friday evening. What's going on? We have the answer. Well, Mayor Eric Adams is standing firm on his decision to lift the coronavirus vaccine mandate for professional athletes in New York City. When asked, the mayor said the city will handle any lawsuits. He has faced backlash from several private sectors, as well as New York City's fire and police unions. In a statement, New York City PBA President Patrick Lynch said police officers protected the streets while celebrities were in lockdown, adding they don't deserve to be treated like second-class citizens. Gas prices are holding steady in the tri-state area this weekend. In New York, the average price is $4.35 a gallon, which is the same as yesterday, but down four cents from a week ago. In the Garden State, gas is going for $4.21 a gallon, up a penny from yesterday, but down three cents from a week ago, while in Connecticut, the price of a gallon is the same as yesterday at $4.32. St. Peter's University Peacocks are getting ready for tonight's matchup against third seed Purdue in the NCAA tournament in Philadelphia. Governor Murphy will be there, while former Giants football quarterback Eli Manning tweeted that he's a longtime fan. And students on campus say it's all about guard Doug Eddard's mustache. It appears Eddard's, quote, Stash is cash, with the guards signing a licensing deal with Barstool and Buffalo Wild Wings. The Peacocks are coming off a pair of wins in the first two rounds of the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament after eliminating heavily favored Kentucky and Murray State. St. Peter's, good luck, gentlemen. We're all rooting for you. Taking a look at the traffic across the Hudson, 45 minutes outbound the Holland Tunnel, 30 to 40 minutes on the inbound side from 1 to nine twenty from the Turnpike approach, 20 to 30 out at the Lincoln, close to 40 on the inbound side, and 45 minutes to an hour for the inbound upper level of the George Washington Bridge, and 30 to 40 downstairs. Cloudy skies tonight, low 46, clouds with rain likely tomorrow, especially in the afternoon, high 48, sunny and breezy Sunday, high 46. And now you know what's going on. I am Mike Barker on AM 970, The Answer.
2: We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney
3: Arthur Idala. All right, it's 633. It's almost 634 here in New York, and it's almost the beginning of the weekend for me and hopefully for you as well. So before I... Well, I'm going to get into one serious story, and then I'm going to give you guys a a libation. Um, Very cool thing, I think. The United States Supreme Court ruled yesterday in an eight-to-one decision. The only dissenter was Clarence Thomas, whose wife happens to be in the news a lot today. Um, But because she was tweeting, uh, texting to Donald Trump's chief president, Donald Trump's chief of staff, that... um, uh, during the period of time from election day to January 6th that you know they have to do everything they can to overturn the election and there's there was 9,000 pages turned over by the chief of staff of all of his communications and she's in like 27 text messages so they're making a very big deal about it because of her, you know, she's part of the judiciary, well her husband is and she's interfering with the executive branch. You guys can figure that all out this weekend. It's Friday at 6.35. I'm looking to have a tell you about a drink. But before I tell you about a drink, um, so the Supreme Court ruled 8 to 1, a decision written by the Chief Justice, John Roberts, uh, with a concurrence by Sonia Sotomayor and by Brett Kavanaugh. They wrote two separate concurrences, meaning they agree with the outcome, but they have a little twist on how they got to the outcome, that a prisoner who is on death row, who's sentenced to death, is allowed to have his priest In the room with him, and to lay hands on him when the needle is being put in his arms, the state said no. We can't have anyone else in the room. It's going to interfere uh, with our procedures, and we don't want anyone else in there. It's difficult enough as it is, and we don't need you know we don't need any extra distractions. And the Supreme Court said no. That interferes with someone's right to practice their own religion. So the Supreme Court said they didn't stop the death penalty. He's still going to get the, the needle, and he's still going to sleep for for a long time until Jesus comes and resurrects him. Um, you believe in that, right, Sam my Jewish my Jewish Italian, <laughs> my my Jewish Italian <laughs> brother? Jesus, <laughs> well, you are on both sides of the fence. You're in good shape. You know, I, I put all yeah. your beans in my matzah. That's right, what I, I like to say. Right. I like it. I like it. Um, Goya beans? That's your Italian mama? <laughs> I mean, maybe fava beans. Before of it. All man. right, all right. Yeah, I forgot. You're a real, what we call a jumbo. But, but um, I mean, I think uh, it's interesting how the left and the right all kind of agreed on this, that, you know, a, a priest can be, or and this is going to apply to any member of uh, the clergy and, and to preserve someone's rights, religious rights. Um, let's Let's talk about a drink. Let's talk about Padre Lu's lib- Libation and this has been one of his favorite ones and you know as spring is coming and it's going to be a little cold next week it's going to be it's okay we're going to get in the 50s we're going to get into the 60s let's do something light let's do something pink So let's talk about a Cosmopolitan, very otherwise known as a Cosmo. And it's real simple with simple ingredients, but it's really delicious. And even though it's pink, real men drink pink. I'm actually wearing pink today. I'm wearing a pink tie. I'm wearing a pink broche. Um, Since my daughter's been born, I love pink. It's real simple. Take an ice-filled shaker. Now, I want a lot of ice in there because a Cosmo's got to be extra, extra cold. Pour about two ounces of lemon-flavored vodka, such as Absolute Citron. There's all kinds of citron-flavored vodka. I'm sure the Germans can tell you about all of this. Then put in uh, half as much. So it makes one ounce of an, orange, an orange-based liqueur, like Contreau. Contreau. That's it, Contreau. Um, but there's a couple of orange-based liqueurs. Don't, don't ask me what they are. And then you put in another ounce of fresh lime juice. That gives you like that that tartness, and a little bit of cranberry juice, maybe like a half an ounce of cranberry juice. And now the whole thing is you really got to shake it up so that it's really, really cold, and you want it in a martini glass. There's no ice. You strain it, you put it in the martini glass, you have a little sip, you savor that taste, you swallow it down, and ah! You feel it goes all the way down to the tip of your toes, and you're like, ah, the weekend is here, no work tomorrow morning, I could chill, and you could say, hey, Spring is here, and isn't it dear, for the sun is shining and the sky is blue, isn't it beautiful, and so are you, So are you, all my dear listeners. Spread your love and enjoy this weekend. There you go, Padre Lou, pretty nice, right? Now, for a very special treat, here in the studio, accompanied by 12 or 13, I lost count. Matt, did you count these heads here? I did not, All right. No. There's a lot of Germans in the room, that's all I'm going to tell you, and I don't have any beer to serve them, but I do have Emma here. And for those of you who want to close your eyes and imagine a beautiful woman who's decided to put a nose ring in, the, in the, her left nostril and has decided to do what I did years ago that made me go bald, and she's got bright red hair. I don't, Is that natural? Your, is your hair natural? Of
6: course it's natural. Uh, yes,
3: so she's got natural bright red hair, and Emma is from Leipzig.
6: Leipzig. 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 Yeah, you're almost there. Okay, I'm
3: Pretty almost good. there. So Emma, may I ask, am I, I know it's politically incorrect, may I ask how old you are?
6: I'm 21 right now. You're
3: 21. I have, I have socks older than you, but that's okay. They're, no, that's they're in my drawer. And <laughs> I don't really know anything about your group except that my friend Adam, who uh, is a big shot at NBC, called me and asked if he could bring a, a group of students to come and watch the show. And you all seem like very nice, beautiful, wonderful, very intelligent, because I could see by your eyeballs you're very engaged people. But who the heck are you, Emma?
6: I don't like know, the whole even. group,
3: the whole group. I know you don't know who you honestly. are. You're 21. I didn't know. I still don't know who I am, and I'm 54.
6: No, we just met a week ago, and we're all journalists from Germany. And um, Eric, our group leader, brought us together for um, exploring the USA. And we're gonna go to the Midwest next week. And this week we were exploring New York, and that's why we're here. How Thank long you are you for having us? I, that,
3: it's our pleasure. Honestly, it's, it's an honor to have you here. How long are you in a, the United States of America?
6: Uh, Most of us are going for three weeks.
3: Beautiful. Yeah, That's great. I I wish the weather was a tiny bit better. Like in two weeks, it'll be a little bit better. But you're used to bad weather, right? Yeah, we are. Now say it again, Leipzig
6: Leipzig Leipzig yeah Leipzig. you were there before yeah yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah I was there it's Leipzig good. so
3: where is it in Germany is it northern Germany southern Germany no it's
6: like right in the middle right in the yeah, middle yeah you so put you... a pin in the middle that's Leipzig
3: okay that's beautiful <laughs> um, and now you said you're all journalists so yeah. you're 21 what kind of journalist are you at 21 I'm just curious
6: I'm a music journalist and I do some political journalism as well mostly like pop culture and how it relates to politics yeah that's and my thing.
3: where do you broadcast like where do people read about you or listen to you
6: are i've been i've been trying something uh i've been working for a new station in cologne working from cologne yeah beautiful cathedral home. they have a beautiful oh cathedral. it's beautiful yeah i've been I've there actually never been there before you have been there i've been there shit i haven't well that's <laughs> sorry <laughs>
3: there we go yeah, I don't know about Germany, but in America, there's like seven words you can't say, and that's one of them.
6: Oh, I'm so sorry. I no, that's know. okay. I mean, in Germany, I can say everything, you know? Well, that's I have a magic button I he has a, Yeah, it has oh. a magic
3: button. It, dis- it disappeared. But that's great. I'm very proud of you for being the first person to ever curse on my show. Thank
6: you. Um, I'm very you know,
3: honored. And now, are all your friends kind of in the same boat? Like, they're all you know, aspiring journalists of one form or another?
6: Yeah, yeah. Most of us are. Some of us are still students, but yeah, we're all working for like different mediums in Germany, Welt and, and Springer.
3: Springer, Springer. Yeah, yeah. Springer. Love look that. At you. And where, um, where? What have you seen so far in New York?
6: Oh, oh You've god, seen a lot. Yeah, we've we've seen everything. We've been to the Empire State Building yesterday. My favorite building. Oh, it was really really nice. Right? Did you go pretty, to the top? Yeah, yeah and we And was went it all a clear day?
3: Were you able to see? No,
6: sadly not. It was a little foggy, but still we saw Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. Right. Okay. Pretty, yeah. And did you go, did you explore this area where you are, Wall Street? And um, did you go to the World Trade Center and the, the, where the Twin Towers fell?
6: No, not yet. We've heard a lot about it. It's obviously. right here.
3: It's like one block. Oh, you really? Should go, yeah. Like, yeah, you we, we were going go you
6: know, to go tomorrow. You don't have to
3: go tomorrow. You're here. <laughs> all right, all yeah, it's, right. It's one block away. No need to, to rush. Away. Well, I mean, I don't know how much how much more time do you have in New York?
6: Uh, only until Sunday, yeah. so two more days. Uh, so,
3: uh, okay. Um, and besides, have you seen any party in action? Have you gone to a new studio or anything like of that?
6: Yeah, we've been to ARD, which is a German broadcaster as well. And where else have we been? Oh, my God, it has been such a tight program. I feel like we've been to. Is this the station. first time you're in America? No, I've been to L.A. before. Well, like L.A.'s in, not
3: really America. That's Is it doing. not?
6: <laughs> it felt pretty American it's, to me. It's, it's only, well,
3: well, OK, let me ask this question. What would you say is the biggest difference when you're here for a little while from Germany?
6: From Germany? Yeah. Oh my God, it's a whole different kind of living. Okay,
3: give me three things.
6: The pizza is better.
3: Thank you, I like that. I'll take that. <laughs>
6: um, There's more crazy people on okay. the streets, yeah. And the buildings are bigger.
3: Okay. The buildings
6: I, are very much taller. So
3: are, is, is it your statement, Emma, from Leipzig? Yeah.
6: That, yeah, you're doing
3: good. You don't like now. Leipzig is a small, a smaller city, a <laughs> town, village. It's not like New York City. Where it's it's eight not million New York, people, right?
6: It's not New York. So
3: now, when you're comparing us, are you comparing us to Leipzig, or you're comparing us to Frankfurt or Munich or Berlin? Yeah, or more Berlin? like
6: Berlin probably. Right. I'm so from Berlin, so. Yeah. Are
3: there less pe- less crazy people in Berlin than in New York?
6: Probably not. I feel like New York is just say a lot more than they. You know, Berlin, we kind of, we like to keep quiet sometimes, and I feel like New Yorkers just say what's on their mind oh, to strangers. Oh, so,
3: oh, to strangers. Yeah, I've, you know. Have have people, like, spoken to you, like, about your hair or anything like that? Have you guys have any Oh, incidents? yeah. Yeah?
6: Yeah, we've had some people on the street, like, go, go ready. Go like, ready. Yeah. All right, yeah.
3: <laughs> and, and to, for, our, for our listeners, we are talking to Emma. She's a celebrity from uh, Germany. Definitely. She's very well known. Um She's known for her red hair and her journalistic prowess. Uh, you got a German song too, up? How about "99 <laughs> Luftballons"? You got "99 Luftballons"? No, somewhere? Not, not, not so quickly. All right, sorry. Well, Emma, I thank you all for being here, and I, you know, thank we have one more. St- we have one more segment. We're going to have Lauren fix the. Uh, she's the car uh, genius who's going to talk to us about cars and. Um, whew, been a day Sambelino thank you for uh, I know.
0: you did a lot of radio today. Uh, helping
3: me get through it and uh, it's been a really honor and an honor and a privilege to have all of you guys here I hope you learned something from watching me do what I'm doing here which is basically talking into a piece of instrumentation but I'm here if you guys need me Arthur Idol just like look me I'm not talking to the listeners I'm talking to the Germans all right we're going to the break we'll talk to you right back
2: 788. Smoke Signals Radio is your answer to everything you and the smokers in your life need to know about stopping tobacco. Your host, Matthew Bars, is a world expert in smoking cessation and is director of tobacco treatment for the Fire Department of New York City with a quit rate of 70%. Even if you've tried before without success, you can quit too. Matt will show you how. Tell your smoking and vaping friends and family, help is here. Smoke Signals, every Saturday at noon on AM 970, The Answer. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964.
0: Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer.
3: Can I have a better song for Lauren? Fix the uh, the car, the car woman. Better than that song? That is the song. That's my song. I know, I know it's <laughs> your song. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm great, Arthur. Great to chat with you again. I'm so excited. So I um I've been on the radio a lot today. I filled in for Joe Piscopo this morning for four hours, and when I was perusing. The New York Times. I saw on the cover of the business section. It's all about the Polest, the Polestar, a performance EV brand spun from Volvo, and it retains the safety in its DNA as it prepares to go public. And it's it's fashioning itself as a a real sports car. Uh, they said that it is it's winding speed. It, the speed is a blur, and so is its image. And I was like, you know, this whole electric car thing. There's there's so much new stuff out there, right? There's all cryptocurrency and different ways you watch TV now and and uh, the the electric car craze. My brother-in-law, who's like a car enthusiast, he's got a BMW. He's traded in the BMW and he's getting a Tesla. And I was like, you know, I need someone on a Friday at the end of the day while folks are still in their car or they're home cooking dinner who could educate us on the craze of the electric car. And you were the only person that came to mind.
5: So, Lauren Fix, talk to me. Tell me your thoughts about the electric vehicle. Well, I, I like to tell people the facts. It's real, The Pulsar is a really cool car, and I have driven them. I'm actually going to drive the Hummer EV this weekend. I've driven the Rivian, the Tesla, uh, the Lucid. I've driven them all, both gasoline, diesel, you name it. I, I, we drive globally. I'm on the World Car of the Year jury, so we have driven literally everything, including Audi, E-tron, GT, da, 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 right? But when I look at it, they put a lot of technology in these cars, and it all sounds good on the surface, but then you go and take a look at the real numbers for real people. So the average cost of an electric car is about $55,000, and that's after that $7,500 tax credit. That doesn't mean I'm writing you a check and go, to Arthur I. Dollar, here's $7,500. It is a tax credit, so keep that in mind. And it has to be on a leased vehicle. You cannot purchase it or you lose that tax credit.
3: That's interesting. So that's that's something I definitely didn't know. Okay, go ahead. No one talks about
5: the real facts. No, come on. (laughs) I do, but most people don't. So the average cost of a fuel efficient, you know, you're looking at like a Prius or, you know, some little Kia or something that gets really great fuel economy. You're looking at an average of $34,000. There's a Big difference just that right out of the box. Oh, so it's the cost of the car, no big deal, it's the lease, right? Well, keep in mind, you have to buy insurance. I mean, I live in New York State. Whether you're New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, wherever we're listening to you, you got to pay for car insurance. And you'll find that it's almost twice as much to insure an electric vehicle than it is your gasoline-powered comparative. Did did not know that. Why? Why, why, Lauren? Because of the cost to replace the parts. Remember, I said there was Mm. cool technology. There is cool technology. And even if you're doing a plug-in hybrid where it's kind of a gas and an electric plug-in, or it's more expensive because, obviously, it's cheaper to repair a combustion vehicle than all the technology in that 48-volt architecture, which is all the underpinnings of this vehicle. So it's not like – it will come down in price a little bit, but it's never going to be comparative to gasoline because it's just more components involved, more computer chips. I said that dirty word, microchips, because – we can't even get them. So, first off, you can't even get an electric car if you wanted one. Very few vehicles in the lot. But that's a whole other conversation. Well, my, my, brother-in-law, so my brother-in-law
3: signed up for the lease in September, and he's getting it in May. Literally. That's the truth. No. He signed up in September. He's getting it in May.
5: Months. I waited seven <laughs> months for my <laughs> diesel truck. So, but I, it just arrived, so I, I'm happy with it. But you have to be super patient. And so if you're going to do the transition, note that you better extend your lease until you know when that next vehicle's coming in, because you'll probably be, you know, behind the eight ball otherwise. So the other thing is where are you going to charge it? Charging in the city is a challenge. Now, sure, you can go to a parking garage, and they will charge you a premium, not just for parking, but also for charging. And there are some garages, like the one near my apartment, where there is a charging station. The guy who owns a Tesla paid for the charging station, so no one else can use it but him. So he's paying a massive premium. Wait, wait, hold on.
3: What what does he own?
5: He owns a Tesla. Okay, because I thought
3: thought you said a Vespa.
5: Wait, they got electric (laughs) Vespas? (laughs) They make those. They make buses. I meant to have bikes that are a plug-in. So when you buy a parking spot, you rent a monthly parking spot in New York City. There's no charge port. So if you want one installed, you pay for that plus the cost of the parking so living in Manhattan with an electric car is not low cost. Now my place is on the 10th floor, so I don't believe I'm throwing a cord out the window down to the ground. That my super in my building probably wouldn't go for that. Uh, and if you live out in the suburbs, then you'll probably have a spot in your garage. So I contacted Blank, purchased one of their units, and the unit was about two thousand dollars. It was middle of the road. It wasn't top of the line. And I have a garage that's an actual like I can make. I have a lift and everything. And I called my electrician and had him install it. it cost me nine hundred and fifty dollars to have it installed. I said, Oh my god, I have a panel in the garage. What if I didn't? He says, Oh, it would be two grand. And that's right. the discounted rate from a guy I work with. So expect another four thousand dollars to put in your charging station. There's no moving parts. No, there's moving parts. Anything that moves has components like bearings, bushings, belts, tires, brakes. So you still have maintenance involved. It is not as much as it is of that of a a regular combustion engine or a diesel vehicle. But when you total it up over six years, which is the average people purchase a car and keep it, you'll find that it costs you $20,000 more to have an electric vehicle. So I have that all in my sub stack. It's under Car Coach Reports. You can read all the details there. But then you take a step back and you go, well, this is better for the environment. So I'm going to do it. Oh, that's great, but you should find out that one battery, just one battery out of the ground, is 500,000 tons of material removed from the Earth for cobalt, cadmium, nickel, mercury, uh, lithium, and neon, I and mean, there's so many materials that are into it. When you start looking at the damage one battery does to the Earth, you really start thinking about, oh, I didn't know that. And then the worst part is, the there's no way to recycle these batteries
3: yeah. now the and first like, person wait, that can figure so, out how to
5: take the take ahead. it apart is going to be genius but so, Lauren, I,
3: I only got about two minutes left what's it like driving the electric vehicle versus your your shelby mustangs
5: oh well i've got a lot i have a lot of performance cars that's some of the ones i have um it's quieter but i personally like the sound i want to hear the power i know you're a car guy too um it, they're very powerful they're very reliable Uh, I don't like the build quality of the Teslas. I don't think they're built nearly as well as a BMW or an Audi or even a Hyundai or a Kia, which make great vehicles. Uh, I'll be in New York for the auto show. And the final finalists for World Car of the Year is the Ford Mach-E, the Hyundai Ioniq 5, and the Kia EV6 all electric. And all three of those, if you were going to buy an electric car, you said, I'm doing it. This is for me. I don't care. I can afford it. Those are the three that I would choose from.
3: Wait, name them again.
5: The The Ford Mustang. The Mach-E. It's called a Mach-E because if you're for a Ford Mustang, you're going to get my kind of performance. Right. Okay. You want a Mach-E. Go okay, What's the other one? Hyundai, Hyundai Ionic 5. Right. Or, which, which seats five people, or the Kia EV6, which I like both of those. I like all three of them. I think all three have been built well. They have reliability. You've got dealer networks. I mean, they really had great numbers, and the prices are reasonable on all three. You're talking in close to 50 by the time you load it up on all of them. Thank you. you Lauren, here's the
3: deal. Cheaper. I, I want to promise from you, when you're in for the auto show, you're going to come live in the studio, and we can have a whole session talking about cars. Sound good? Awesome. Deal. That'd be like fun. <laughs> all right. Definitely. Just keep in touch. Thank you so much for jumping on. It's the end of the show. I want to thank all of our listeners who have been with me since 6 a.m. this morning. Breakfast with Idala, Dinner with Idala. It's been a great week. It's been a very busy week. A busy week for me and the law. Um, those of you who are following it, my client was released on bail today, and she'll be sleeping in her own bed. That's a big case that we have, uh, we'll be working on. Have a great weekend everyone. Tune in Monday morning where I'll be hosting Piscopo in the morning. Once again. See ya
2: The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi.